Show, the business podcast that knows that you have business to take care of. That's why each episode is jam-packed with value and is delivered to you in about 10 minutes a day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. You can check out all our free courses and guides over at 100mba.net. In today's episode, you will learn how to set your refund policy. Depending on what your business is, whether a product or a service, a physical product or a soft product, you have to have some sort of risk reversal, some sort of refund policy. We're going to talk about how to set one up that's right for your business, how long should this refund policy be, and how it can affect your sales and your business and your overall brand. We get into all the details in today's episode, so let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by The Draw Shop. One of the best ways to convey your value to your customers is with a kick-butt whiteboard explainer video. And the home of the best whiteboard videos out there is thedrawshop.com. They've worked with some big, big names, the best in the game, Ariana Huffington, LinkedIn, Tim Ferriss, the United Nations, Tony Robbins, and of course, they've worked with us. We're actually creating a whiteboard draw shop video for our webinar workshop registration pages. We love the process of creating this video with them, and we're so happy to have them as a sponsor. So check them out at thedrawshop.com. Start a risk-free powwow. Talk to somebody that can really help you convey your ideas with a great whiteboard video. That's thedrawshop.com. Before I get into all the different types of refund policies you can have for your business, depending on what you're selling, what you're offering, I want to talk about the importance of a refund policy. In today's marketplace, it's really important that you put the risk, you put the onus of the risk on you as a business owner. You want to show confidence. You want to be able to tell your customers, your audience members that are interested in your products and services that you're willing to put your money where your mouth is, that if they're not absolutely happy with their purchase, that you're going to refund their money easily. This is called risk reversal. But it's more like risk reduction. What you want to do here is convey the idea to your customer that you have nothing to lose. Just try us out. If you don't like it, we will refund your money. Or in some cases, you know, give you store credit or give you an exchange. Whatever it is. The point is that you want to lower the risk for the customer. When there is no risk, when they have nothing to lose, then it makes it a lot easier for them to say yes and purchase your products and services. And often this is framed under the name of a satisfaction guarantee. You'll see this a lot on websites, 30-day money-back guarantee or a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. And this just lets the customer know, we want to make sure you're satisfied. And if you're not, you can always refund your purchase. Now, your refund policy will obviously depend on what you're selling. If you're selling physical goods like t-shirts that people have to wear, and I use this example because I had a clothing line. One of my businesses was with a clothing line, and we had a refund policy. See, the thing about clothing is that when people refund clothes, they often try it on first, and sometimes they wear it for a full day. And the thing is, is that when it's a physical good like that that can have some sort of wear, it's really hard to judge what is acceptable, what's not. You could say, you know, as long as you don't you know, wear out that clothes, you can return it. Well, how will you know until you actually see the piece of clothes? They'll return it and then you have to send it back to them if you refuse to refund. That's all money being spent and time and manpower. So most physical product refund policies are pretty lenient. They're pretty lax. 
with the exception of maybe electronics where something is broken. But the point here is, is that when you have a physical product and you have a refund policy, what do you do with that article of clothing, for example, when it's refunded? Most of the time, I wasn't able to sell that piece of clothing again. It's been out of its packaging. It's already kind of been stretched out. And unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to sell it. And most of the time, we would just send those articles of clothing to a charity drive. But again, remember, even when we're giving away those pieces of clothing that have been refunded, it's costing us money so we can actually send it somewhere to give it away. So when you have a physical item like clothing and you have a refund policy, just keep in mind this is a cost in your business, factored in your cost when you're pricing your products. Take a look at your refund rates. How many people actually refund a piece of clothing or whatever you're selling? If it's every 20 purchases, there's a refund, then factor in how much that piece will cost and spread that cost amongst the actual price of each product. Now, if you're selling a service, for example, design services or consulting or coaching, often there's a deposit and then there's a final payment. So when Nicole and I were doing services work, when we're shooting videos for our clients, doing web work, we would request 50% of the actual project fee up front, and then 50% was paid upon a completion. So the 50% was a pretty solid kind of guarantee. Now, this is not a refund policy, but let's say, for example, we did all the work and then we show them the actual project. And for example, they just say, hey, this is not for us. We've changed our direction. This is not what the business is doing anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, We would like a refund. Now, this puts you in a powerful position because at least you got half your money. You've done all the work and you really can't refund the work. So you have a non-refundable deposit. That makes it safe for you. But at the same time, they're not putting all their money up front. They can pay 50% upon completion. If for some reason uh, things don't work out, they have an out. Now, this is very rare in the services industry. And we actually never experienced that. But it's something to keep in mind in your sales page in your services. Now, if you're selling soft products like software or courses or an ebook, a refund policy is crucial. You want to make sure that they have a chance to take a look at the product, use it, benefit from it, get a win from it. And if for some reason they're not happy, they have a chance to refund it. Now you will get those that are cheap that will refund something that they've already used. For example, an informational product like a course. But that's a rare, rare exception. Most people you'll find are goodwilled and if they have a great product on their hands and they've enjoyed it and they benefit from it, they will not return it. They feel very, very grateful. Guys, I got more on this topic. I'll be covering how long your refund policy should be how to figure that out, what are some advantages by extending it. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Single Grain. Recently, Nicole and I were hiring, and I can tell you firsthand how hard it is to find top talent for your business. I mean, what's the number one problem all companies face, including big companies like Facebook, Google, and Apple? It's not sales or marketing. It's hiring. Why does hiring have to be so hard? It seems like every company has struggled to get this right at some point. That's why Eric from Single Grain created the A-Player Hiring Blueprint after he lost close to $1 million on one bad hire. Today, he's giving away a free resource he created called 403 Rock Solid Interview Questions to help you find top talent. To get this resource, just text 403BOOK to 3444, and it'll get emailed straight to you. It's 100% secure, and your data will be protected. Again, text 403BOOK to 3344. And you'll get the epic resource. Grab it out because Eric is offering this resource for a limited time. Should your refund policy be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? It's all up to you. 
But my recommendation to you is to extend the refund policy as much as possible. If you have a refund policy for 60 days, it allows people to really be a part of your community and want to hang out. They're less likely actually to refund when they've used your product long enough. Sometimes 30 days is just not long enough. A lot of times people refund a product because they haven't even checked it out yet. They've purchased it, but they haven't taken a look at your course or your product or whatever it is. And they're approaching their 30-day mark and they say to themselves, I haven't had a chance to really make a decision on this. I'll just refund it because right now I can't make a decision because I just simply don't have the time to check it out. By giving them more time, 60 days or more, you allow them time to check it out and give it a good look and say, hey, this is great. I'm definitely going to keep this and check this out in full length and really use it later on. In my experience, extending your refund policy does not increase the number of refunds you get. It actually lowers it. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope that helps. Remember, guys, that on the weekends, we have Q&A weekends. If you have a question you want to ask, we would love to answer it on Q&A weekends. All you got to do is email us at contact at 100mba.net or you can send me a tweet on Twitter. BizRepublic is my handle, B-I-Z Republic. Just a quick reminder, guys, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're well over episode 300 now. And in order to get the older episodes on iTunes or whatever feed you're on, you need to make sure you subscribe so you can get that in the feed. It also ensures that you get all our episodes automatically so you don't miss a beat. So make sure you hit that subscribe button right now. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. No one likes refunds. No one likes to have to give back money. But it's just a part of business. It's a part of understanding that this is just the nature of increasing your chances of sales, is having that risk reversal, is allowing people to know that you're confident enough to allow them to use your product for a certain amount of time, and if they're not happy, they can refund it. If you put out a great, valuable product, this is less of a worry. People that are worried about having a refund policy are usually people that are not very confident with what they're offering. So keep that in mind when you're building your product or service. All right, guys, I hope that helps and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. We're going to be talking about why you should spoil your subscribers, your email subscribers on your list. We get into that tomorrow. I can't wait for that. I'll speak to you then. Take care. Take care.